everyone, this is Austin Schur here with We Write About Music, and today I'm back again with Gabriella Zana. She has just put out another breathtaking single called Gold Bentleys and Red Carpets, and I am super excited to talk to her all about it. Gabriella, thank you so much for coming back on. How are you doing? Thank you. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. It's a better day when I get to talk to a true artist who actually knows what they're doing. <laughs> I try. Awesome. You try. You succeed. Let's talk about this single because I'll just I'll just kick it off and say I love it. I'm not surprised in the slightest. But you've done it again. You've really put out something special here. And uh, I want to hop right into the lyrics, actually, and sort of the origins of it. I want to know what it's all about. And yeah, please expand. This is like my favorite, favorite part. I love telling the story of this song. Okay, So please. basically, you know The Bachelor, right? I'm familiar with it, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I was watching The Bachelor with my mom a couple weeks whenever Matt James's season was on I think that was like a couple weeks ago and so talking to the wrong guy <laughs> <laughs> and, and so the season was on and it was like mid-season there was this girl named Kit Kit was basically she was telling her story of like her parents and like how she kind of grew up and she was like you know my whole life I was surrounded by gold Bentleys and red carpets and I paused the tv and I go I need to write a fucking song about that. That's amazing. Wait, so this was a recent, this was like a super recent uh, realization then, right? Yeah, I'm, maybe it was probably more than a couple weeks ago. I want to say maybe like two, two, three months ago. Okay, okay. Yeah, but I mean, the next day, wrote it in the car. <laughs> That's so great. So obviously, Bachelor's going to pick up on this and it's going to be the next theme song for the show, I can only assume. I am so... That, that would be pretty nice. <laughs> that'd be great yeah. Are you kidding me and like i love how i kind of because i didn't she was talking about her how her mom was like a fashion designer okay how, um she kind of had the vibe that i got was like this sort of dysfunctionality between her and her family so i kind of based it off of that but i said it in a different time period so in the 50s and so the mom's a fashion designer and they all like there's a mom a dad and a son Okay. And so in my video too, like when the song comes out, you'll see there's a mom, a dad, and a son, and they all have their flaws and you slowly watch them kind of fall apart throughout the video and throughout the song. And so, um, and so, yeah, yeah. I was going to save the music video talk for a little bit later, but you know what? Let's just do it right now okay. since it's on the same topic. <laughs> so yes. The words out there. There's going to be a music video accompanying this awesome single. And I watched it a couple times through to really get the message. And I, I totally hear what you're saying. First off, it is shot beautifully. Like, it's like a motion picture film. Like, super, not that I would expect any less from you, obviously. But, like, it is very well put together. So... I kind of want to just hear everything about it, not anything. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's just great. The director who did it with me is beyond so talented. And like, he listened to everything I said mm -hmm. and some things that like didn't make sense. He, he understood it. Like the normal person that I would have told would have been like, what the fuck are you talking about? And 
I kind of just told him like my spew of thoughts and he was he understood exactly what I meant sure and so literally every single person I've shown has been like this looks like a movie yeah <laughs> and I'm like yeah dude I know and so it was it was a long ass day it was really it was really fun and I'd never done anything like it before and there was this like really cool French mansion that we were shooting in and, like, yeah where did you shoot it like I would assume somewhere in LA yeah uh-huh yeah yeah it was it was so fun so fun was that your first music video Mm-mm. for no. Denver Love the Rain I did one okay all right but... so I feel like making a music video just in general has to really sort of like bring you to life as an artist I think nowadays and I think we talked about this last time or at least touched on it anyone with a computer can make music and they can be an artist but there's true artistry and actual like like musicianship when you put a video together like it really shows off the type of person and the image that you have in your head did you feel like how did you feel when you're making a video it feels very surreal because it's like i said like i told in the director everything that i had in my head and just to watch it come to life was the coolest part because sure. i feel like especially with my brain it's really sometimes hard to understand and i'm scattered and i jump around everywhere and like yeah. kind of have trouble making sense of things that should make sense in reality but they don't sure. <laughs> and um i think just kind of watching like for example at the very end of the video can i talk about it Cause it's out by this time yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i want to okay, hear okay, yeah, okay. yeah don't hold back don't hold back please. okay so like at the end of the video there's this scene of me wearing an article of clothing from each character so like the mom the dad and the son and basically like when i was writing the song i pictured me kind of walking down like me not walking down stick because we ended we were first gonna like walk down like a red carpet and kind of strip it off but like having the stairs and kind of show it like it's a downward spiral too so like it kind of shows the significance of this family falling apart and so i kind of just pictured in my head things falling off of me and being stripped off of me and to actually like feel the clothes coming off of me and hear myself singing it and like just like kind of watching the camera follow what i wanted was the coolest part of everything totally i mean yeah i loved all the outfit changes and like i mean honestly like the lyrics go with the video like almost perfectly it's just a really nice representation i think there are so many music videos and songs out there that have nothing to do at all with anything and they're just like kind of like cheap gimmicks but this was just pure (laughs) art you know in every sense of the word um I want to talk a little bit more, though, about the meaning of the song. I don't know if I, like, cut you off before, but... So, basically, the meaning of the song is that it's about, like, these like sort of superficial lives that these people have led. And although it may seem like things are okay on the outside, they're kind of crumbling on the inside. Is that correct? Or am I way off base? No, you're right. And I think that's something... The concept of what I was writing about is something that can be taken in a very like cheesy way almost like you're not what you've seen like you know like don't show your you don't show your true self you know (laughs) like that type of like a cheesiness going on and so kind of wanted to put a spin on it and write about a deeper facade 
and like uh -huh. very specific facades. However, I wanted it to relate to like the general audience of putting on a facade and just having it like melt off of you. Because in this scenario, you know, the family in the 50s, they're rich, they're famous, mom's a fashion designer, they have all the money in the world, yet sure. they can't buy like a penny of their happiness. Right. And so basically it's like, it just shows how happiness has ultimate, ultimate power. Like your emotions are in control of what you do. And at least for me, and it's, it sucks because it's like when you're driven by your emotions, you can't really control how you are perceived, not only from the outside, but how you perceive yourself. Yeah. And so it's kind of just not only how other people perceive you, but it's also just watching yourself have this sod melting off of you and like being powerless basically. I think I think it's one of the most common facades nowadays, just yeah. with social media and everything, like people posting trip pictures and this and that, like, yeah, you're so happy, but are you, are you yeah. really? I think it's an extremely relatable song. And once people actually see the video and connect the dots for themselves, they're gonna be really happy. I know that I was when I saw it. And again, just the way that it was shot and the way that it came out, like people are in for a treat. So it's gonna that be makes great. So happy to hear because I was so afraid that like my vision wasn't gonna get executed and like sure. nobody would understand it and they'd be like, "Why are you in this big mansion like with these clothes on? What are you doing?" Um, and like having a great time. This <laughs> <laughs> like, was a blast. I felt like a movie star. Yeah, yeah leave me alone. <laughs> exactly. um, no, but I was I was scared that like it yeah. wouldn't like my biggest fear is not being understood sure and like not being taken seriously i guess yeah and so when i am taken seriously and when i am understood it like means everything to me it's awesome um i want to talk a bit on the production side of things because i know that you've been producing your own music so I can only assume that this one was heavily produced by you if not someone else help tell, so, tell me yeah <laughs> i'll stop talking <laughs> this is the first song i'm releasing that is not completely me okay uh, and so it's co-produced with this guy from sweden his name's oliver he's the he's so great it's really? <laughs> where'd, where'd you find him i'm assuming um, my team basically oh, have it. like a list of producers and they just uh That's like awesome. oliver and so um it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I was really scared going into the session because I'm not I I write by myself, sure. by myself and like it's a very personal thing for me and so you know opening myself up to somebody else um, was extremely difficult and I I'm a person who likes control I'm a control freak so like that's I think why I like music is kind of sad but like I feel like my life is a little out of control so like the only thing I do have control over is the things that I choose to create and so that being said going into it I was really scared um but like he was very understanding of the fact that I wanted to co-produce it um like what would happen is we were on zoom actually we made the whole song on zoom um and we would like send each other um samples back and forth he ultimately had the session on his computer like I'd send him the piano, um, some of the percussion over, and then he mixed it and I'd send him the vocals. Um, 
And I was um, very intentional with everything I said. And I made sure that he understood that. And like, he, he was like, you know, you don't have to be afraid to tell me if I, like, if you don't like something. And I'm like, no, dude, I will tell you. Don't oh, you yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be notified loud and clear. Oh, yep. Yep. <laughs> I think like on the control side of things, I, you know, I imagine it again, not as a musician, but like you being a solo artist and not being in a band and having creative control is probably the best way to do it. But on the production side, has it allowed you to sort of expand what's going on in your mind without actually like having to learn or, or do it yourself? Because I know obviously like the producer is, I mean, it's a 50-50 thing. You know what I mean? It's, it's you guys collaborating and trying to make, but like what was, what were the pros, I suppose, of bringing on a producer in this situation? First of all, I learned so much ever since I have been starting to work with producers. Sure. I've made it very clear, like myself and my team as well, like I want to, I, I would love to produce with people, but I'm also going to keep my own, I'm going to save yeah. some stuff to produce myself and to not give to anybody. And so in terms of this, it's really allowed me to open up, like yeah. not only like my ears, but also my heart to somebody else's ideas. Um, and he said some things that I would have never thought about. And I was like, this is the pro of um, producing with somebody because you guys don't have the same minds. Like my mind is completely different from his. Totally. And he has synesthesia as well. So he sees colors and like, you yeah. know, we were able to kind of bounce back off of that and what sound he thought, or what color he thought that sound was and vice versa for me. And so I would have never gotten that song if it wasn't or collaborating with him. So. True. Well, mm -hmm. shout out to Oliver for creating yes, greatness. <laughs> I think, or not I think, I know, this This feels like the perfect evolution from Damn I Love the Rain. Like what you did differently kind of going into it. Uh, or I, it, It's hard to put, like what did you, when you went into this song, obviously you had the song title and I love how you got the song title, but... <laughs> what did you do differently going into this one as opposed to the last release in terms of like the creation side of it really interesting because they're both about very like all of my songs have underlying sad meanings and like a sad sure. kind of theme mm -hmm. so i kind of went into it with the same not mindset but yeah. like the same idea that it was going to be something that wasn't happy Okay. And so, damn, I love the rain. I was really allowed to like, I allowed myself to feel whatever the fuck I was supposed to feel when I wrote that and like whatever I didn't process. And with old Bentleys and red carpets, I kind of just tried to, I try to hone in on like what I've, cause I also write in character a lot and this song is written in character. So I, it's like what I perceive in social media from other people. And I take inspiration from like things that I see on TV or like things that I hear people say. So, I think going into that, like knowing that it was from The Bachelor, <laughs> I tried not to take it too seriously. True. That's um, so true. Yeah. <laughs> so, but the song does have a serious tone to it. I oh, yeah. Listen, I know, like you say, it's sad sounding. I don't fully get the sad side of it. I think it's very emotional and that's a good focused. 
Like, you know, I don't know. Like, no, I, I did not get sad after listening to it. I, I get sad for a million other reasons, but not by <laughs> listening to this. So, I, yeah. I think that that's a very interesting way of putting it because I tend to classify sadness as, like, only an emotion. And so sure. the way that you said that that was emotional and not sad, I 100% agree with that. And I'm going to start using that because it's not necessarily that it's sad. You're right. It's very, it's moody. Um, And like towards the very end of the song, that's when I really feel it the most is like, it kind of feels like this disparity and not being able to kind of bring yourself back up because once it's already like for the characterization of the song, it's like these people are walking on the red carpet and they're on their way to the movie premiere. And they they're slowly falling apart literally like like dolls basically as they're walking towards the movie yeah. premiere collapse right in front and everybody sees them and they're like that's who you really are you sure. know i mean they're living sad lives that's for yeah. sure mm-hmm. it's it's the whole transparency thing of who you are on the outside versus how you feel but i mean in terms of actual feel on the song i like so many others have specific mood playlists where if i'm feeling this way i'll put on this type of and I do think that this fits into a lot of different moods so it will be on a lot of my different mood playlists <laughs> like I can I mean you know what I you know what I mean I don't know but I, it goes to, it goes to the fact that everyone perceives music differently and it makes them feel different ways so I guess it's sort of up in you no I know what you mean about the mood playlist dude yeah. I've got a lot <laughs> yeah. there you go. um and I kind of also went like speaking about this i um i i went into this song being like i don't want it to sound like anything i've ever made and that's something that i have with every single one of my songs totally and so this one especially was a breakthrough for me because not only did i get like inspiration from oliver but i also was able to kind of like expand my sound and understand more about myself and through that it's like it's put through like because not only was it my emotion put into it but it was his too totally like his interpretation of it so it brought this whole new like flavor to the soup right no i get that and it's actually is what i was trying to say like five minutes ago and couldn't get the words together just word jumbles wasn't coming up but yeah in terms of sound a much grander and broader sound not that anything else that you've made wasn't but i think it's sort of expanded on what you've made and it's kind of setting the base for the future which I'm going to sort of segue into my next thing here and you mentioned that you were working on an EP or at least working on more songs I don't know if you're liberty to talk about it but I do sort of want to talk about what is next for you oh I'm so excited um I recently actually just I've been having trouble putting together the track list for it. Oh, and nice. like, I'm a person that has a lot to say and sure. like, feel like I don't have enough time to say it. And so um, with this EP, I I have like, I think my final track list. Um, and I- You're I, talking about the order in which songs go, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just to interject, I know yeah. like I'm interviewing you and that's awesome, but my literal dream job is putting songs in order to where they should flow emotionally and like 
Oh, okay. Uh, Great yeah. job. But obviously nerve wracking on your side. Okay, continue, please. It's a big thing for me because I want to make sure that what I do is done right. And sure. when I say right, I mean like right with myself. Like I yeah. want to make sure that it settles nicely. And the yeah. track list that I have right now settles really nicely. And I'm really excited yeah. for it. How many and songs total? Right now, it's kind of bad. I have nine. <laughs> um but i'm gonna try to limit a little bit but the problem is is that because i have so much to say it's like i can't take one song out because it won't make sense and sure. like this... well, is anyone forcing you to no oh, well then yeah <laughs> that's why i'm like i think i'm I think I'm going to break some barriers and put out a nine song EP. Why not? There you go. You can call it whatever you want, I guess. Your music. Yeah. Um, I actually, I'm going to, I'm going to say the name of it. I'm really yeah. proud of it. Um, it's called I Like the World in Reverse. Love uh, and so basically, yeah, you were right. Like Gold Bentleys and Red Carpets is kind of segue into what the EP is going to be about and like what it's kind of centered around. Not only with like, the world in general because I like writing about the world obviously but like my own personal world sure. and so it's kind of scary too because I when you are somebody who writes music and puts it out it's very scary because you don't you don't want to open yourself up like that to so to whoever wants to listen to it yeah and yeah. it's like I don't know if I said this last time but like I like to think of it as like you're a surgeon, basically. Like you, like the listener is a surgeon and whoever's listening to it is a surgeon and you are the heart that's on the table. And they can stab it, they can do it, they can throw it on the floor, they can do literally whatever they want with it. And you just have to be kind of okay with it. And I think that's the hardest thing for me is I'm so worried about what other people are gonna say. Right. Um, like I'm so nervous all the time of like how I'm portrayed so I think that that is something sure. that is really ironic about this song is because I'm constantly like am I putting on a facade am I putting on the fact that I'm happy because it's just ah. <laughs> I I can't speak for you but no, I, I will yeah. say that you are you do it is out in the open you know what I mean mm -hmm. like it's definitely out there it, Again, not that you're making sad music, but the emotions that you're feeling as a person feel like they seep through into the music that you're making. So, from my perspective, I don't think you're one of those bachelor people that are just making <laughs> their way through lives. But hey, you know what? We've all got our stuff. We're all humans, and we may feel like it sometimes and maybe sometimes not. I think right when you said that, I just thought of something. I think it's really interesting because I don't feel like I'm a fake person at all. I sure. think I'm, I don't want to say I'm a realist because I'm not, but like I'm, I'm working on getting better with like being real with myself. And so it's, it's almost like a facade in front of myself, kind of telling myself that I'm, you know, like I hate the term fake it till you make it because for me, it just doesn't work. And it's it, like the know. stupidest fucking thing in the world because you, the more you suppress something, the yeah. more it will most likely like explode on you. And so I think that that's also something that's kind of ties in with the song too. Like, right. like I said before, um, 
it's like you know showing yourself you're fine but you're not i don't know i mean look at the people that tell you to fake it until you make it like they're never you're the so people right. you want to be they're you all are so right. posers themselves you uh you don't have to worry about that and i think again just like I don't know, like I, I picture myself when I was 16 and not being a creative person at all in so many aspects of your life. So I think that you do have to put that into perspective of you being who you are at this age. And obviously, like you're going to grow up more and you're going to do your things and you're going to change your style. But I think that what you're making right now is super impressive and you should be proud of yourself for what you're doing. So thank you. I appreciate I that. You're welcome. Um, I've only got a couple more questions for you at this point, but I want to know when you went into this release, what were you listening to and did that have any effect on the type of music that you just put out? That's a hard question. Uh, I can't, honestly, whenever I think of this question, like what type of music inspired you for this song, I can never really think of anything because and that's not in like a cocky way at all. No, no, no. Listen, I've talked to a lot of people that purposely don't listen to music while they're making music so that it doesn't come off in what they were making. And then people say that you ripped people off. So if there's nothing, then there's nothing. And if you were listening to music and it played no part, then that's that. Yeah, I can't. I really, I honest to God can't think of anything that. I don't know, like I, and again, not in a cocky way, but I feel like- No, 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 it's not coming off that way. Okay, good. (laughs) I promise. But I feel like this song is really in its own lane. And especially for me, like, I just can't, I can't think of, again, this might like come off cocky, but I don't think that anything I've heard has sounded like what I have made in this song. And that's the most important thing for me. It's like, I don't want to repeat other songs because that's dumb. That already exists why not make a new one you know totally no you have to create your own lane of music you have to do what's you and there's enough bad pop music out there you don't need to oh my god don't even you don't need to do that no i could talk about it all day but i could talk about it all day too i you know how it is people just want to make what they hear and they don't want to be their own artists so it's just copy and paste I was, I think it's funny because sometimes I'll watch interviews of like people on like the radio and like, I kind of want to just hear what they have to say. It's all what their PR person told them to say. It's not them. That was exactly what I was just going to say. I was going to say like, that's exactly what they're telling them to do. But also at the same time, it's like, they talk about like, they're not writing their own music and they don't like, it's like, you have no idea how easy it is to put tuning on something like it's ridiculously yeah. easy and so um i i just i am not a fan of like music on the radio and like it's just all and sounds like a fucking robot <laughs> like it doesn't sound like a person no, you're right you're right you're right and i've watched some of those interviews with like the big stars it's all very scripted on there I think the realest interviews, besides this one, of course, comes 
this is gonna sound ridiculous but hot ones do you ever watch hot ones i love hot ones yes yeah. i dream of being on there uh -huh. yeah same same <laughs> they have the best they do the best interviews because they put them in uncomfortable situations to where you're i mean i don't know i don't know your experience with hot foods but when you're like dying and you really can't talk everything that your pr person just told you behind you goes out the door and uh -huh. they actually talk honestly from the heart you're, and that yeah. is the best yeah, yeah, yeah. i get you yeah, i'm so not gonna make you chug hot sauce on this show but i also don't <laughs> need to because you're not like those people that are just you know being told what to say yeah, yeah. and i get I, get, I mean i'm such a nervous person like yeah. i like literally before i came on here i was like sweating and it's like not even a big deal and i know it's not but like yeah. And like I know it's like only me in my head and I know nobody really cares, but it's like it's kind of like embarrassment in front of myself. I'm like I'm embarrassing myself right now. I'm really nervous. I'm saying things that are stupid and like just spewing word vomit. Yeah. I say dumb shit all the time and no one even says anything. So you're fine. Promise. All right, Gabriella. I got one more for you, and it's how I closed it up last time, because there's always new people that are going to find you. There's always new people that are going to discover your music. So the question is, is what is your opening message to the person that's about to dive into your musical world that you've created? For this specific song, or just in general? Um, I'll say in general. I would say like the most important thing for me is that you understand the story I'm telling and whether that be understanding what I'm saying or understanding what you're thinking about the song I think that's the most important thing because I never want anybody to just listen to it and not feel anything and not get what's going on like that's the most every single song I listen to I, and that I like I understand what's what either they're telling or what I'm hearing so I think I that's the most important thing for me and I just um, I want people to get it I love that I love it another great answer <laughs> Gabriela I can't thank you enough for coming on today and explaining and just getting real because the world needs more realness so it's people like you that are bringing it I really appreciate it yeah. <laughs> um, for, for everyone else out there, Gold Bentleys and Red Carpets is out by the time this comes out. Listen to it, stream it, check out that music video because it is seriously awesome. And uh, I would also say stay tuned for more because by the sound of it, there's a lot more that's on the way. The next one, my favorite song I've ever done. Woo! <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> I can't wait. Uh, Gabriella, thank you so much for your time. I, I hope you have a great rest of your day, and we will talk soon. All right. Yes, you will. I'll see you soon. Take care. Okay. Bye-bye.